Barista 27 are our sponsors at the moment, and it's got me thinking, why 27? Just seems strange. Well, I'm glad you asked, Sean, because I've, I've done some research into this, and there are only a few answers that make sense. Mm, I'm listening. Well, I can only assume that the owner is a huge Macau Tavares fan, Sydney FC's famous number 27. So you're suggesting this is former guest and sometimes Capo Addison's business. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Or, okay, or they could be a massive Super David Carney fan, 27 goals for Sydney FC. No, no, I, I think Dave prefers a beer as, as his weapon of choice these days. All right, okay. If you're not going to settle for any of those, I've got it. 27 appearances, Kofi Danning. They love Kofi Danning. I mean, who doesn't love Kofi? Who doesn't even love coffee? Get on to barista27.com.au or via the Instagram barista27coffee and get your discount coffee now. Any 500-gram bag using the code CLANK20, that's C-L-A-N-K, CLANK20 will get you 20% off. Adam LaFondra. Welcome to another episode of Sky Blue Stories. That's right, we're back after a few weeks off. We uh, thought we'd come back and talk you through uh, what is the most supported club officially. We're also the most winningest club at Friendlies, I've decided, Sean. That's right, two areas where the points don't really matter and we're pretty sure the results are both made up. So many good areas. So many good areas. <laughs> but um, we are back. It's been uh, about three weeks to the day, uh, Sean, since we last spoke. We're a bit light on for uh, content in those weeks with, with no uh, official fixtures. But as usual, as soon as we decide that um, we're not going to do a, a regular pod, um, uh, the avalanche uh, in sky blue comes through and, and we end up with, uh, with way too much to talk about. Um, we've got many things on the agenda tonight. Uh, Sean's going to take us through around the grounds as usual. I'm a special guest. Yeah, thank you. Includes. Yeah, yeah, you're the special guest. That's yeah. right. It'd be nice if Jimmy was the special guest. I don't know. Yeah, reckon, where is that guy? I reckon he'll be back soon, soon for all the Jimmy fans out there. Um, we're, we're assured that he may return in, in the coming weeks. So we're looking forward to that. But we do have a very special guest um, joining us in the middle of this podcast. And um, stick around for that little preview. Um, we've been working, uh, working away quite hard, Sean, you and I, in, uh, in the three weeks off to try and rack up some different people for our listeners to hear from um, so they basically don't get sick of hearing from the two of us all the time. Um, so thank you to all of our, our upcoming special guests. Thanks to Barista27, as usual. Um, they are continuing to support Sky Blue Stories, and we hope and we know that our listeners have been uh, supporting that brand as well. Um, it's the greatest coffee in the world, basically. And if you're not drinking it, there's something wrong with you. Sean, have you, have you stocked up yet? What's going on? No, there's something wrong with me. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's how I made my deduction. I, like baby steps. I just sorted out my, finally, my, my membership pack and, um, 
whether I needed a, whether I needed a mouse pad or not. Uh, and I, and did, I, you, did you go with a mouse pad? Did you go? With no, but I did. I the the, the ten year old child or you know immature person in me when you know you can type in what name you want on your coffee mug, and I just oh had my. fun. I I know. <laughs> Sick. See you next Tuesday. Oh, that doesn't work. Uh, very <laughs> good. Yeah, anyway. didn't just go. Didn't just go with Sky Blue stories. No, I just I put. Uh, I won't. I won't reveal what I put. Okay. I'll wait till it gets mailed out to me. And I, maybe. And like, um. Maybe put it on the socials. Maybe I'll put, put it on up the socials. socials. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think. <laughs> um. Before we go to around the grounds, Sean, and you take the spotlight. Um. We just wanted to do a quick shout out to all of our patrons, but especially. Uh, the latest two in Tom Foster and uh, Lachlan Moddy. I hope I'm saying that that name right, uh, Lockie. Um, the, they've signed up to be patrons through um, our Sky Blue Stories Patreon. And if you are interested in um, throwing us a couple of dollars, it ends up to be about a coffee a month. And uh, if, if that's a Barista 27 coffee, it's, it's damn good content. Um, so you can, you can join up by going to www.patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and just search Sky Blue Stories. Um, big announcement as well, Sean, I guess whilst we're here talking about patrons is to thank all of those uh, wonderful people. Um, we've actually got our friends at Arrow Sport to uh, make hey, us some custom yeah. stubby holders or, or drink awesome. coolers. Mm-hmm. Um, which which uh, are coming in, so they'll be they'll be dual branded in in Arrow Sport, and they'll also have the Sky Blue Stories logo on it. They are going to be up for grabs for all of our patrons uh, and and some special guests along the way. So thank you to everyone for continuing to support. Um, some of you have been on there for close to twelve months, which is which is an insane effort. And um, again, it, it just makes our lives that little bit easier to, to to maintain and pay the pay the zoom fees on, on a monthly basis pay the um the wooshka fees on a monthly basis which which you know um they're, they're reasonable prices sean but the you know the patreon money certainly helps us um get through that um and so does so does the wonderful um sponsor at barista 27 um so we that's enough of me rambling on and, and thanking everyone as i normally do sean why don't we talk some uh sydney fc content and, and you kick us off there well, we're not all about the the present day Sky Blues. We do like to keep in touch with the the Mark Warrens and the other kind of uh, past, you know, Sky Blue players. Um, <laughs> legends, the, the legends of the club. Yarrow Yow, um, may he rest Correct. in peace. Uh, I, I don't know what's happened to him. Uh, so Chris Kiki Namoff, uh, another great former Sky Blue of ours. He continues to score some goals in the in the coaching ranks. So if anyone definitely. Wasn't aware Kiki in recent years has been coaching. I think he had the 18s boys youth team down at Southo, down at um, oh god, what's the name of that field down? Seymour Shaw. That's it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's the uh, technical director. Yeah, you know, he, he, he stepped up and he, he did great in the private school sphere, winning the mm. GPS Cup. Of, who was he with? Anyway, Grandma or Shaw, I think it was. But anyway, he's the now the technical director of uh, Southo Sharks as an MPL one team. So. You know, he brings his wealth of knowledge and what he's already done with coaching and, and football, um, and he gets to have his tentacles, his sky blue tentacles, like that fantastic Tifo from years ago. That's the right. Out the amongst the Kraken, out amongst the on a, on a larger scale. Um, so, congratulations to Kiki in, in his appointment as the youth technical Absolutely. director. And um, you know, who knows? He might be joining. Uh, you know, Southern Sharks, the sky blue and colour. So you never know. That's true. That's true. 
Now, the other thing you mentioned earlier, Jono, um, mm. a fellow by the name of Roy Morgan, uh, he told oh, us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Roy. What's Roy? What's Roy been up to lately? Oh, Roy. Um, look, uh, this is a bit of a flex on our part, <laughs> but I always had a sneaking, you know, confidence. We always knew. We always, we always knew. knew that we were the most supported and probably the most, how do I say it, like well-known club in the country when it comes mm. to the A-League. So, but this puts it in in, in brand recognition, Sean. Brand so, um, you know, a lot of a lot of you know has to go to Danny and, and the team for the hard work that they do in order to you know it's not just about you know these days with football and, and sport as a, as a whole it's not just about the results on the field it's you know Sydney FC is not just a club a, a soccer team a football team it's a, it's mm. a brand so we are now the most followed A League means team. 640,000 uh, supporters. Um, is this just A-League men's, is it, Sean? Or? Yeah, just the men. Just the men. So not very inclusive, Roy, um, but we'll get there. Yeah. And um, it, uh, jumping ahead of Brisbane Raw, saw a supporter increase. Yeah, and, and, and there was a bit of chat about this on Twitter, um, Sean, and, and a few people made similar points to what I did. I think Brisbane's probably benefited... Um, from 2020, 2021, I mean, they've been a, a, one, a one-team town for, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I thought back and I thought, I mean, they had a reasonable season, but then I also thought there's probably a bit of a Robbie Fowler hangover there, do you think, from, you know, all the Scousers and, and you know, just God fans that, um, you know, have jumped on board and, and sort of either recognise the brand or, or, you know, claim to support the club because of him. So I don't know. Yeah, I was, I was surprised to see them up in, in third place um, behind uh, ourselves and that uh, that team Buck. starts with a V. Yeah. Um, so, but, but yeah, like I said, one team town. Uh, hopefully that's not the case for, for too much longer. Um, and, and great to see um, the wonderful inroads that Western United have, have made in society. Um, they've made about as much inroads into their um, supporter bases as they have on their stadium, Sean. So. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Like, the, the, okay, the top, you know, okay, unsurprisingly, the top four, or sorry, the top five are the five major, major cities, you know, capital mm-hmm. cities in our country, Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide, Perth. City have made some progress, you know, on the back of, you know, the last two mm-hmm. worth of grand finals appearances and a win. Pretty pathetic for the Wanderers. Um, but hang on. No, no, sure. No, you can't say. They're the, they're the, they're the, the most supported club in the world. Yes. Didn't you, uh, didn't you know? <laughs> so they think. Um, <laughs> That's why they got a new stadium, because they're the most supported club in the world. And then, okay, the Jets, the Mariners, look, they'll, they'll toil away there up there on the Central Coast. But if Wellington Phoenix have had a tough road the last 18 mm. months, so... Well, this so this is also, we need to keep in mind, there's a bit of bias here because the data is from Australians aged 14 plus. Mm. So I wouldn't imagine there'd be too many Wellington Phoenix, you know, based fans that, that are in Australia, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they've got more in Australia than Western United do... Cool. Yeah, um, <laughs> we, we do follow the Wollongong Phoenix, but that's right. Reminder: no, no, no. they're actually from across the Dutch. 
So if this was Australia and New Zealand, obviously I think you're, you're seeing Wellington jump up that table quite a bit. Yeah. Um, fairly well even, supported. They'd probably sit probably behind Wanderers. I'm going to take an edge. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no, very interesting from Roy, um, although he's got two first names. So I, uh, you never trust someone yeah, with two first the names. The double barrel name. Yeah. Roy Morgan. It's like that Opta Jason. You know, they're a bit dodgy. Those guys. Yeah. Um, they seem to change their name all the time. Anyway. And, and as we speak, Jonathan, Mm. Um, the Matildas game is happening. I last saw it at 1 0. I think it might be 2 0 at this point or something like that. I think Kyra Cooney Cross has in, been involved. But just, just look a little shout out to the likes of, I know they, they don't play for us anymore. The Caitlin Fords, Kennedy, she racked up her what, 100th appearance mm -hmm. other game. Sammy Kerr, Kaya Simon, but especially to the likes of Claire Wheeler and Remy for getting a nod and getting, a, uh, getting some time last game on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, Remy made a debut, yeah. Very, very recently. Uh, they did tease us when they wished her a happy birthday online uh, the other day with Jada. Yep. Uh, there's some big news coming for her and she's yeah, so, found her way back into the Matilda squad. So Jada Wyman absolutely called up for the uh, for the last few days, I would imagine, uh, in terms of the training for that. And, and you know, about time too. You know, they, they needed to identify or recognise, I guess, her efforts over the last 12 to 18 months. And, yeah, so for her to be able to go to the national team set up and, and train with the likes of Lydia Williams and um, uh, Tegan Micah uh, and, and the others. So, um, you know, there's apart from those two, there's not too many um, not too many Tillies that, that I'd put uh, in front of in yeah. front of Jada Wyman. I think she was last there with them, I think it was 2018. She was last in the squad. Yeah. But look, at the end of the day, look, she won't get any time there tonight. No. But we do so. have a World Cup, you know, what, in 18-ish months' time or whatever it might be. So um, it just keeps her in the frame of mind with um, what's-his-face, the Swedish dude who looks after them. Gustafsson. Gustafsson. Yeah. So keeps, them in, keeps, keeps her in mind when it comes to selection coming up. Yeah, absolutely. No, and like I said, it's great recognition, if nothing else. And um, you know, I think uh, I think the girls uh, A League women's were back at uh, training today, so um, they, they would have been jarless. But uh, but that's I'm sure they're all very grateful uh, and and very supportive of her uh, being in a slightly different uh, training camp this week. Yeah, speaking of camps, John, a great segue. Mm, uh, unplanned, unplanned, unrehearsed. Uh, you know, we've got, we've got Pavlicic, we've got Woody, we've got Talbot, and, of course, um, our favourite, Paddy Asbeck. Yes. Over there in the, the beautiful sands of Dubai. Uh, uh, they're in Tajikistan, oh, I believe, Tajikistan. Um, But they did spend some time in Dubai on the way, didn't they? They did. I think they were just having a little holiday, to be honest. Uh, look, Holly Roos selection, uh, training camp at the moment. Yeah, um, they, actually, they will also be kicking off um, probably just after we finish recording tonight, Sean. Um, so they've got their first game. I believe they're playing a two-legged match, uh, a series against Indonesia, and that is to... I hope um, it's a two-legged game. It'd be hard otherwise. Yeah, yeah, two-legged um, well, series. <laughs> and that will... <laughs> thank you. That will uh, qualify them, I believe, for the uh, under-23 Asian Cup. Mm -hmm. it's, it's an interesting squad. Um, it's quite A-League heavy, although Sydney FC, as usual, um, outshining the rest of the clubs. in yep, terms Most, of most represented, yeah. Um, it, it's an interesting one, though, because, you know, again, we're talking Ollie Roos. We're not talking young soccer Roos, as, as we thought in the first place. And, um, you know, Ollie Roos, as we know, is, is under 23s, and they've just recently had a, uh, well, uh, 
I'm going to say reasonably successful uh, uh, Olympic Games. But there's not, um, I don't think there are any players left over from that um, from that team in this squad. So I'm not sure if it's either a, you know, the, the coaching staff think we've got this covered with, with the youngsters or if they're using it more as, as simply a development opportunity, mm. you know, and, and sort of saying, well, if we don't qualify, it's not the worst thing in the world. Oh, I don't know. Um, Identifying like, a little bit of the future kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, you feel like if it was exceptionally important to them that the, the squad would be a bit a bit heavier, and that's no disrespect to, to our boys or, or anyone that's been selected. But, um, yeah, it's, it's very young. And they've pointed that out on the socials. That they've taken quite a, um, quite a young squad. So, look, all the best to them. Uh, like we said, by the time this pod's out, we'll know how they've done against, uh, against Indonesia and... Um, yeah, hopefully um, they get uh, they get a good result. Yeah, speaking of Asia, John, I know this, we, we haven't put this on our run sheet, but um, our old mate Alan Stajic, the Stadge, <laughs> Philippines, Sydney FC Hall of Famer. Yeah, Sydney, Sydney. Uh, so he's off to coach the the Philippines, the women's yeah. team. That's right, and that's for uh, the women's Asian Cup, Asian Cup. Uh, early next year, I believe. Yeah, and I think. I saw it on socials today that they're about to kind of do the pulls and the Philippines are there. So imagine that. That would be that, that would be imagine that, be like delicious. The, 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 <laughs> the content, the, the headlines leading up to it, Stadge versus Gustavs and you know, would, all the you know it would be delicious. Ooh, I'm not sure. If he draws or wins or something, or I feel like I feel like Stadge would would be you know have his back against the wall sort of thing a bit, but um, I think that might be a tough ask for for the Philippines. But, but you know, bus, I don't care. Come you on, never know. And uh, he's yeah. Congrats to um to congrats to like I said, Sydney FC Hall of Famer um, Alan Stadge on uh, on on that appointment, and and it's you know it's probably a little um. Probably a little bit of a, a fill-in role, I suppose, to keep him keep his mind busy and um, you know get that over in in done with. Probably you know be out of it in in yeah. It'd be interesting. I saw a couple of posts people saying, "Oh, like that looks like a step down," and you know, did yeah. he leave the Mariners' gig for that? Yeah, I suppose he's you know, and who knows? By the time the um, Women's Asian Cups over in say early February, um, you know, there might be a few, uh, there could be a few A-League jobs on, on offer, who knows? Mm. Um, so maybe that's, maybe that's the strategy. Maybe it's just keeping the, keeping the mind uh, ready to go and, and sort of hoping for that, um, that, that next crack at an A-League side. It'll be A-League Kate men's Wilson. side, sorry, yes. A-League men's <laughs> side. The Izuzu. Izu, yeah, that's right. That's right. And he'll be that's coaching right. Western United before we know it. Um <laughs> There's well, there's one, and there's 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 one. Um, we're doing well on the segways tonight, Sean. So there's one youngster that we um, are bidding farewell to for a few months. Yeah, he's gone on a holiday. I guess he prefers the sunnier, warmer climates of <laughs> Brisbane. But um, it, it's a it's a smart move. He may as well. He's Anton. You say the last name. Oh, I was, I was, I was setting that up so you had to pronounce it. <laughs> Milanovic. Milanovic. That's it. Just rolls off I the hope. tongue. I'll just say Anton. Um, (laughs) You know, it makes sense. There's no youth league at the moment. NPL season doesn't start till, what, March next year. He's set to go off to Raw. Well, I think he's there now. Um, He is, yeah. He's done his quarantine. He's done his quarantine in uh, Palaszczuk's prison. (laughs) And... um, and he's he's ready to go. So uh, yeah, he may as well. Three months away, he might get some time with him. Just 
because he's he's you got Wilco, Wilco Donicky and um, uh, Wall Warland. Warland, yep. So he's sitting behind them. You don't think Cork is going to play with a, a back three? With all those three, no. Mix it up, mix it up. No, uh, no look, I think <laughs> it's a smart move for, for, for Anton. And I think, um, you know, given, yeah, interesting that he wasn't included with those other boys that have gone over to um, Tajikistan, Sean. But, you know, we don't want his, we don't want his um, development to stall. Hmm. And I think I think he's had a couple of cracks at, at overseas clubs. So uh, I think uh, it's Dinamo and Zagreb as well. Zagreb, the two the two Dinamos. Hmm. Um, and he hasn't picked up a contract there. So yeah, he's he's obviously got eyes set set overseas, and he's obviously got talent. Um, but like you said, if there's no NPL where he's going to get most of his football this year, um, it just makes sense for us to, mm-hmm. to loan him to a club that, that might actually have a window for him to, um, to get some minutes. And, you know, we did that with Patrick Flotman last year uh, yeah. and, and he covered for them and he got more minutes there than he would have gotten for, for Sydney FC first team. So uh, a smart move by the club. And again, it's only for a few months. And if anything should happen um, to, to any of our boys, uh, I'm sure he'll be, he'll be ready to, um, to step in. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of how do I address this um, next piece I want to talk about, you know, um, tool by name, tool by nature, um, or is that too harsh? <laughs> uh, You're I, telling I, the story. You're telling our, the story. Um, our left wing back of sorts, uh, Conor O'Toole, um, nifty little player. I think it's quite a nice acquisition by the club, how how. I, you know, where he'll play exactly the minutes he'll get with the likes of Zorlo and King. But uh, just a nice little article that came across him about about Connor being a rugby league kid. Um, you know, we're very similar, you know, Connor and I, that we both played for Pagewood back in the day. My illustrious one season with them, uh, with Pagewood Botany. Um, it says a lot when Maloney's the top goal scorer from left back. That's not say much about that team I played with that year. But the... the <laughs> Talks about him, you know, his, his mother's Japanese. He had a few years yep. in, in academies over in Japan during his teenage years. But the article just centers around um, he, he's got quite a knack when it comes to carpentry. So um, it's a nice little article. How are, you, how are you with the tools, Sean? I'm shocking. I'm yeah? shocking. I have that no, does not surprise me. I have no kind of green thumb, wood thumb, I don't know, whatever you call it. I'm I'm hopeless. Ikea, Ikea oh, furniture. Oh, that I'm sweet with. I'll connect okay. I'll connect the internet and sort out the Wi-Fi, but that's as bad as far don't, as don't, don't undersell yourself, Sean. You've been sending me some recipes lately, trying to help me, uh, you know, my my uh, cooking journey. Yes, your repertoire, slowly trying to expand it. But, right. yeah, like he, he does his woodwork, he tables and chairs, bedside tables and frames. So I might have to, you know, when I, when I move, hopefully... Um, you know, you and I have talked about me moving on from where I'm living now. Mm-hmm. I might have to commission Connor to build me something for my new place. I or think maybe, so. Or maybe Connor can do something for the club in in Sky City Park. What was it called? <laughs> Sky Park, sorry. Um, you know, it's some kind of trophy cabinet. There you go. Hopefully you go. maybe the combined youth, women's and men's championship thing. Anyway, nice little article about Connor. Get to know him. PFA, PFA side, yeah. Very good. Uh, we had an advert as well. 
And all I we had did. to laugh, all I had to laugh, all I've the, the most interesting thing about the the Channel Ten advert were all the memes about um, that Western banner coming down o- over the <laughs> Western United banner. Yeah, yeah So so uh, so Channel Ten and, and Paramount have uh, have put out a it's probably about a minute long advertisement. Sean, it's, it's feeds, in, feeds into a sort of conspiracy. Yeah. Yes. Um, to the theme, to the to one of the Sydney FC uh, uh, chants, which is great. Uh, obviously, the theme of I just can't get enough. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I don't think the Mariners got mentioned at all. Not one fan not, or somebody? Not one tile, not one, <laughs> not one cell of data um, for the Central Coast Mariners. But, of course, Sydney FC featured prominently, as did, uh, as did Melbourne City, the two the two grand final teams from last year, Sean. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, what, what were your thoughts? I thought it was pretty pretty bloody good. Nice ad, very family-friendly. You know, it's got the Ninkos, Brillantes, Leckies in there, some of those, you know, faces, fans, a bit of football action. Yeah, it's a nice ad. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think they've done well. And, and if that's the cross-promotion, the cross-promotion stuff, as we get, we'll get off Sydney FC directly for a second, but... The cross promotion that Channel Ten offers is has, has been exceptional. You know, it's it's been a long time since you've been driving down the M4, for example. Uh, the other morning I was, and um, you know, seeing a full uh, billboard across the M4 end to end, you know, announcing that the Matildas game would be on uh, tonight. I think it was for tonight's game, and it was yesterday. And you know, um, that that's. You know those things don't come cheap. Um, the full ad pages in the in the you know main morning morning papers in Sydney don't don't come cheap, and I imagine they would have been um, you know potentially around nationally as well to to show that it would be on TV, on free to air. Uh, and then you've got the things like the project and have you been paying attention? Um, you know, putting players on there to talk. You know, getting Daniel Sturridge on the project. Um, so so it, it's just it's it's been a fantastic start. Um, just great to see it on free-to-air mainstream TV rather than yeah. it being a bit more of an or a lot more of an exclusive thing sitting on Fox it's, Sports. It's just more eyeballs, isn't it? Yeah. Um, by default, and um, I, I, I think it's been a great start. And and you know we're starting to see the the, the promises that you know the APL has sort of made. We're starting to see that come into fruition, and, and I know that there's a lot more um, to come in in, in just in, in probably by the next time we pod, there should be um, some pretty big announcements in terms of their digital footprint, um, which is exciting. So it, it's exciting. Um, it, I think it's there's genuine excitement out there to be an Australian football fan at the moment. Yeah, and a great panel of people they've got on the show, whether it be the Georgia Yeomandales to Lukey Wilshires and Milligans and the like. And it's interesting to see you see that old Fox Sports family all split up and some girls just Fox Sports flavour in there. Paramount, you know, they're all kind of off to Optus, whatever. And anyway, yeah, breaking up yeah. the family. But um, anyway, it's a great, great, app, great TV ad. I'm excited to, you know, it's only what, three and a half, I think, 25 days to be exact. Something like that. Yeah. Days. Can't come soon enough. Can't Certainly can't. Soon. Certainly can't. And whilst we're on um, the countdown of the days, um, tickets for the first game of the season for Sydney FC is an away derby, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, tickets, I believe, go on sale Friday uh, to the general public. So make sure uh, make sure if you're thinking about going, I believe it's going to be 75% capacity. 
Um, so make sure you you jump on and we sell out that away bay. It won't be hard because they'll probably give us, you know, 200 seats or something. Um, but, uh, yeah, get on there. And if Sean and I don't get tickets and you do, probably don't tell us. Probably don't tell us. Probably, yeah, sure. Actually, we'll get James. James will fight you. Yeah. Yeah. Damn James. But if um, you're listening, Danny, corporate box. <laughs> Maybe, uh, give us some lanyards to get us in. Thank you very much. Done. And your size, what size are you, Sean? It's medium. Medium. And you want what are you after? You're after the the, the, the hoodie or the Oh look, I don't want to be fussy. Just just a polo will do. We'll just start from there and then we'll work our way up. You, you know? don't ask for much. You don't ask for much. Do they do blame? Um, <laughs> changing tact for for a minute um sean just before we get on to talking about some upcoming games and reviewing a couple of friendlies like i said we're we're clearly the most winningest team when it comes to friendlies um uh ardo one of our one of our patrons actually very loyal patrons and and dedicated listeners ardo hackenen g'day mate um posted a question on twitter last night that i thought was was worth some attention um and that question was, I'm not sure if we've covered this before, but we'll, we'll, we'll attempt to. So Ardo says, hey, guys, question for you to perhaps talk about. In what circumstances is it okay for a former Sky Blue to play for either Western Sydney or Melbourne Victory? He said or MacArthur, but I'm not, I'm not counting them. I think we're counting Western Sydney and, and Melbourne Victory, Sean. He said he's not too happy about Brillante's move to the buck. Interesting question. Interesting question. What What are your thoughts, Sean? You got any initial thoughts? I don't. Look, he's, you know, he was at City, then he moved over, what, uh, Xanthi, was it, over in Greece? He went over to Popper. Popper lost his gig there, came back. That, was it City that, before then? Was it City yeah, City. So, look, a, a couple of things has happened between then and now with Berlante. So, when, when I see him, when I see him, when I will see him trot out in, the navy blue of Melbourne victory, and I see him. I'm not going to hate him for it. I, I, I wouldn't despise him like I do a like a Antonis or something like that, who jumped ship and went over to you know both clubs, and he's now back at uh, mm. Sydney. So, yeah. um, yeah. so no, I don't. I don't feel any hatred towards Josh. You know, he did a lot of great things for the club. Would I want him back? Okay, I'll pose this question to you, Jono. Bratton or Brillante? For Sydney FC? Yeah. Oh, well, Bratton. Yeah. Bratton. Yeah. Uh, And and I I probably made that decision too quickly because I I was a big um, Josh Brillante fan at Sydney FC. Um, But I think think his last season, I I think he sort of did fall off a little bit when when that deal with Pohang fell through um, that, that he'd apparently wanted quite quite badly sort of thing and and Sydney wouldn't let him go um so yeah I I think we've I think we've done pretty well we've upgraded we've upgraded yeah and Brandon's been close to the player of the season for the first two seasons and Mm -hmm. and nothing to suggest otherwise um in the lead up to to 2021 22 um on this, I, I, I like you. Um, you know, again, when Terry Antonis was in Sky Blue, um, he, he he was one of the favourites, but he's played for the evil, the evil empire now. Um, Axis of evil. 
Axis of Evil, and he's gone back there now. He's at he's at the Wanderers again. I mean, um, I just I just can't I just can't stomach it. And and you know you you think about like some of the first players to make the 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 jump, like Shannon Cole, for example. Like when the club when when that other club was founded, uh, of course we're going to lose a few players there, but you know some of them weren't offered contracts by Sydney FC. You got to remember that. So. You know, people have to players have to find a living somewhere. You know, and they they they'll probably end up at a few places by default. You know, um, well, you look at Geordie Swivel for example. Like, yeah. I'd be fair to say that we didn't offer him a contract, and there was just no room for him. Yeah, exactly. So then you then on the on the flip side of that, you get veterans, <laughs> right? And you get players that leave in circumstances. You know so abhorrent and ridiculous um and to, to leave in those circumstances maybe to try and force an overseas move yeah okay yeah okay you can sort of see it but to go to that mob nah that's and that's why he's such a meme you know that's why he's such a meme it, it, it's it, and it you know hasn't it worked out swimmingly for him um so I think to answer the question, Ardo and, and Brett Young was the other one, um, Youngie, that, that got involved in the chat. Um, thank, thanks for thanks for posting that. I noticed that Brett's a uh, Leeds United fan as well, so I just needed to give him a bit of a shout-out, Sean. Yeah. Um, How are they doing this season? We're, we're not getting relegated. <laughs> That's at the moment. At the, at the moment. Um, so it does. For me, it depends on the circumstances. Mm. You know, if, if someone... Um, Matty German's another one. You know, Matty German, from, from the information that we've got, um, and I think we've, we've brought this up on the pod before, the information that we got is that the first time he, he tried to um, come back from overseas, he actually came to Sydney and said, do you have a spot for me? Mm. Um, you know, and, and they said, no, unfortunately, we, we don't. I think we might have signed McGowan the week before um or, or very close to it so so what's Matty German going to do is he going to not have a contract or is he going to try and find one somewhere yeah. else you know it's a job um, food on the table that's right and, and again, shopping yeah if rumors are to be to be believed um you know the Wanderers wasn't his first choice of club mm. you know he wanted to go somewhere else um but it, it didn't end up to be so you know, I'm not going to begrudge someone like Matty German, you know, a, a contract um, like that. But, but like I said, if if someone, the, the ones that get me, the ones that leave Sydney FC and then go on to one of these clubs and say, oh, you know, they're the biggest club in the league and, you know, rah, 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 and all this bullshit. Um, playing for them and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've come home. I've returned home, you know, that bullshit. Um, they're the ones that get under my skin. So... I, I, I definitely think um, I definitely think there's probably a bit of fence sitting there from me, but but I think I, I think it's warranted in this circumstance. It's a bit like the question of when we ask our guests, you know, Derby or Big Blue. Similar like for for me when it comes to this player movement, it you know normally football wise with a game, I'd rather beat Melbourne Victory. But for this player thing, I I feel more hatred towards a player if they jump ship and went to the Wanderers than they did to Victory. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yep. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. Righto. Well, um, there's actually some football coming up, Sean. Yeah. About bloody some time. locked in, some locked in fixtures. Yeah. So Wednesday the 24th. I didn't put a month there, so I'm assuming that's 
November. Wednesday, 24th, November. That's right. It is. It is. Birthday Let's week. Do, can we do them in chronological order just to... Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That would actually make a lot of sense, Jonathan. Yeah, thank you. Um, what about Wolves? Yes. No, not Wellington, the actual, the actual, the actual <laughs> Wollongong Wolves, NPL side, Wollongong Wolves. Yes, Luke uh, Wolfe's uh, charges. Yep. yep. His mob. Um, this Saturday, 3 p.m. kickoff down at Albert Butler, Warrawong. So, yes. um, look, it's just another. Op- Wolves, I'm trying to remember how they've been going the last couple of seasons, NPL wise, and I think they've been a little bit. Average after a great season from a few years ago. Yeah, so they struggled in um, well, what was of twenty twenty one, a little bit. But I mean, we we went and saw them play uh, Sydney FC NPL. Sean, that must have been in twenty twenty, was it? Um, out at uh, Rockdale there, and and I mean they 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 did a number on us that day. They were quite good, but. Yeah, look, they'll certainly um, they'll certainly be be decent opposition um, for for Sydney FC, and uh, that's uh, Saturday the thirtieth of October, as you said, Sean Albert Butler Oval. So not at Wynn Stadium for those thinking of travelling, uh, and there there are tickets available, so you've got to pre-purchase tickets to get to that one. Um, and is that regional travel? No, it's all right. You can go down the highway. Um, I think you'll be okay. I think you'll be okay. Uh, but look, it's just another good hit out for the boys. Get some, you know. Minutes into their legs, uh, we're going to talk about the the two games, the two friendlies we have had. Um, maybe we might see a bit of a side of Ninko for that. Maybe we'll see. Or any word on what Ninko is doing, Jonathan? You're good friends with him. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I texted him last night actually, just in preparation yeah. um, for the pod. Okay. Yeah, and he was just um, he's just just telling me that he's. he's He's letting the young boys have a bit of a run around, you know. He's doing his own fitness on the side and, you know, he's, um, he's very cool. You know, he's very cool. Um, so he's, he, he's, he's fine. He's fine. He's just, uh, he's just warming up to it. I think, uh, I think he may get some minutes against Wollongong uh, on the weekend. Sure. Yeah, we won't go into great depths of what we expect the lineup to be. I'm sure Corica would just rotate the lads and give them as many minutes, trying out some different combinations, maybe even a different formation. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. maybe. If Sandra's listening, just ask him to do a, what, what do you like, Jonathan, a four, three, no, four, two, three, one? Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how they line up. But, yeah, uh, Sandra, Mrs. Corico, that, that'd be lovely if you could just um, just, just humour just humor Sean. You know. Yeah, thank you. Um, nice this, guy, one, this one in, in a month after that, uh, let's, let's talk official that. fixture. Yeah, official, official, fixture. official fixture down the road. Oh, I shouldn't say that because I don't want all my fans stalking me. Um, <laughs> somewhere you literally, there. you could literally walk. There, walk there, yeah, I'm going now. Um, <laughs> actually, I was right there this afternoon, right next door to it. I mean, you're, you're recording um, from Belmore Stadium, right? Yeah, in the seats. Um, Belmore Sports Ground, seven thirty. This will be a very interesting game. Um, a long-awaited game. Uh, as all the other Queensland games, FFA Cup games have been happening, and Lions and Brisbane played yesterday. I want to say last night. Uh, yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Um, now I know the Olympic boys. You know they've got the likes of Tom Whiteside and and little. Uh, you got Haji there, and Max's younger brother, I believe, is still there. They lost yeah. the Connors, but they picked up an Irishman. <laughs> They, they, they did. They picked up a very experienced Irishman. For those that didn't see, 
Um, former, I want to say, Newcastle Jet, Central Coast Mariner, Brisbane Raw. That might have been it. Uh, Roy O'Donovan uh, has signed for Sydney Olympic for, well, the FFA Cup. So if they knock us off, I guess he, he gets more. But he's also signed, I believe, for the NPL season, Sean, which um, is something I didn't pick up immediately. I thought it was sort of one of those, you know. Um, Celebrity appearance kind of. Yeah, yeah. Great pickup. Great pickup for, for what's going to be, you know, a reasonably young side. And if they can get him service, he can, he can certainly finish. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be a great night at, at Belmore Oval, Sean. Um, 24th of November, like you said, it's actually after um, it, actually after our first A-League men's fixture. Um, and I think it's leading into the MacArthur game. So the, the game's becoming thick and fast. Um, for the Wednesday nice, Wednesday night, warm weather, Savlaki. Maybe go to, go to on, on Belgrade, go to Euro Euro. Get yourself, Euro Euro, nice. Yeah. Get yourself some Euros, bit of lamb. Canterbury Leagues afterwards? or Yeah, we can. We can. I've got my membership discount, so I'll look after you. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. I know that's your. Uh, actually, I won't say that that's your gym because all your fans might flood it. And... I know. They, they want to see me work out. I know. That's right. <laughs> I'll see Kev there in the next month and you'll see. Um, yeah. Now let's talk about some actual football where a ball was kicked. Um, yeah, a couple of friendlies. Um, a couple of friendlies in the last week or two. Yeah, five nil against Macarthur North Northbridge Bulls FC. Um, <laughs> two goals to Alfie. Just a little walk in the park for the for the Englishman. Um, two for Bobo, and <laughs> everyone's losing their mind, and they, they they've lost it even more so after today. Um, but <laughs> he's all shook up. <laughs> Elvis Kemsova bagged a goal as well in their 5 0 defeat of um, MacArthur, which they're in kind of all sorts. I think, didn't they lose to as well another friend that was against Wanderers or Central Coast? Yeah, potentially the Mariners. Yeah, no, nah, they're all shook up, Sean. Um, um, Federici um, retiring. Milligan said, no, nah, I don't want that assistant coach gig role. He's buggered off. Um, yeah, like I know they're only friendlies and we can't take much away from it, you know. Bit of a You'd rather be winning 5-0 than losing 5-0, oh, though. That's, that's yeah. what I always take about um, friendly, Sean. And and you're right, you know, Elvis has got his sky blue suede shoes on. He's um, <laughs> putting a couple of couple of goals in the back of the net. Um, but like I said, friendlies, it's hard, but you'd rather be winning at 5-0, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, nice confidence boost as well. Yeah, it's not like... Jets would have gone into that game not wanting to win, not wanting to impress the gaffer and, you know, push for selection come, you know, three, four weeks' time. So um, very happy. You know, we saw the likes of Maxi Burgess get a run. Your mate Callum Neuenhoff got, got some minutes as well. Yeah, so. fantastic. Brilliant yeah. to see Callum Neuenhoff on the pitch. Um, and like you said, yeah, a lot of the youngsters got on towards the end and, and still managed to keep the clean sheet. So... Um, I, I think I think Federici decided to retire. I think it was the second or third goal that he absolutely fucked up. Did you know, <laughs> before the, the not so great footage of the game of the goals and the ball just got caught into his feet? Elvis pressed and just placed it off to I think it was Bobo just to you know Elvis Elvis destroyed his career. Yeah, and at that point, Adam just went, "Yeah, I'm done." He made him. He was feeling lonesome that night. Yeah, but nice. And it's just something that Steve, because I'm always a big fan of Corica. Um, you know, a, a really good game, but you know, we had no Milos. 
Caceres wasn't there. Trent hadn't played yet. Ryan is away at the moment. Zulo as well and some other young boys. So, um, yeah, really good game from the fellas. No, fantastic game. And, um, yeah, not things are not going too well at the uh, Northbridge, Cows, Bulls, MacArthur, mm. Campbelltown uh, mob. Uh, things are things are not going well, and um, I think it's going to be a blue, blue, blue Christmas for them. Yeah, uh, the cowbells aren't ringing. No, they won't be ringing. Um, there was another one, another uh, friendly just today. Uh, just yeah, today, yeah. Sean, three times forty-five minute halves. Yeah, what's uh, I that was a typo. Yeah, no, it was, obviously they've set them up and I've seen a few teams doing this just to make sure that the whole squad, you know, can get some some competitive minutes in the legs and it's not a bad way to do things. And uh, again, we, we saw a large portion of the uh, first team or what we assume is going to be the first team um, play probably 60 minutes or so uh, before wholesale changes were made and, and, the, and the young boys got on. Yeah, even little Corey Holman. Jeezy, yeah. Jeezy looks like I, I just have to put that yeah, out in the tweets for you. Jeezy looks like Will Poulter, doesn't he? Absolutely. Oh, God, no, no, no offense to Corey. He's uh, he's the better Holman, clearly. Absolutely. Um, he's clearly better than that other guy. That, um, we don't talk about anymore. Um, the chosen one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, again, goals today to Elvis uh, Kemsober, Max yeah. Burgess, Costa Barbarousis. Um, Adam Alfie Lafondra and Trent Bahaja. Great and to see it off. I think Corey might have I'll have the assist for that one. But um yeah. Elvis your boy Trent. From uh he's he's two games in Sky Blue. I think somebody said he's already scored more goals than his time in victory or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Is that is that true? Can you confirm or deny that, Jonathan? Um I can't confirm or deny it. I don't keep track of shit team stats. Um, I only keep stats from sfcstatistics.com.au, which is the greatest statistics site uh, in the history of man. So I can't confirm or deny that, Sean, but I, I'll believe it. I'll believe it. Mm. it. Camp sober season, I believe. Is that right? That's it. SZN. Is that what the kids do? SZN, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what, five, ten goals, clean sheets. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's positive. It's 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 supremely positive, um, supremely positive. And then I guess the key thing is hopefully the, there's been no injuries or setbacks um, from anyone coming in. So, you know, it's uh, soon. Uh, Ryan Grant will be joining the boys again very soon. He should be uh, should be out of quarantine. Sure Zulo's still not a week away. Uh, calf one one week, I think. Okay. Yeah. Half one week, so should be available pretty soon. Yeah, <laughs> pretty soon, <laughs> Mr. Zulo. Puzzles. Um, so, Sean, uh, we mentioned earlier we, we've been venturing off on a, on a little side project, um, trying to trying to entertain the the viewers and, and make sure they don't get sick of just hearing you and you and I. Although you know, our, our lovely tones. Um, so uh, earlier this week, we we had the the one and only Mr. Adam Peacock uh, record a preview for us um, to to have a look at the A League men's upcoming Sydney FC squad, where he thinks we'll be successful, where he thinks we might be challenged, and uh, yeah, just gave us his general thoughts on on that. So uh, we'll we'll plug that in now and have a listen. 
Hey guys, it's Adam Peacock here. Hope you're well. Um, the crew at the Sky Blue Stories have asked me to preview Sydney FC for the upcoming A-League Men's 2021-22 season. Proudly brought to you by Isuzu Ute. It's the official Isuzu Ute, Ute um, tray, silver tray, uh, workman's truck. Can't wait to see Ninko getting around with the toolbox in the back there at Kelpie. Just getting around town in his Isuzu Ute, proudly sponsoring the A-League's men. It's the Isuzu Ute A-League's men competition. <laughs> it's a lot easier saying than Hyundai goals for grassroots, let me tell you. Uh, anyway, the squad for this season for Sydney FC, it's a good one. Uh, it's a really good one. The only area I can pick at that pay, perhaps... They haven't got a stack of depth in his centre-back, but Wilco will probably play 473 games again every single minute. Uh, So it's Warland or Donachie for that other spot vacated by McGowan. So that's a good bit of business, bringing in James Donachie. Um, If you'll all forgive him for wearing the colours of Melbourne Victory and coming, Costa Barbarossa's, it's worked out okay. And Elvis is in town as well. That's very, very interesting. But I think Elvis has been brought in primarily as a bit of depth, bit of cover. He's, He's behind a few in terms of a starting spot. But... As far as a starting 11 goes, I'll go Redmayne, uh, Ryan Grant at right back. That's if he doesn't fall fully in love with beer in Scotland while he's got this little sabbatical preparing for the Socceroos, ticking over. Uh, we've got Wilco, of course, Alex Wilkinson. That, that's huge for Sydney FC, keeping him. That's one of the signings of the season, re-signing, getting another year out of him. He's good enough. The organisation, I've said it a few times, um, watching their pitch side up close, hearing Alex Wilkinson and what he does on the pitch he does so much work for Steve Corica, it's not funny. The, the organisational qualities of this guy cannot be understated. So it's huge that uh, Wilkinson goes around again. Donachie or Wallen, probably Donachie first up, even though Wallen's a left footer. Probably suits if you're going to play out from the back. A lot easier playing with the left footer, but we'll see with Donachie as well. King starts. Zulo, how's his calf? Saw him a few times last year. Every single time it was, oh, it's not quite right, it's not quite right. Every time I t- try to put a bit of load into it, it pings again or, or I feel it again. So... He was never right, and Conor O'Toole, interestingly, has been brought in. So is he the, the, the backup for King if Zulo doesn't come up again? We'll wait and see with that one. Uh, Luke Bratton, of course, um, he'll serve the suspension from the grand final uh, in the FFA Cup. Poor bloke, just lost his head on uh, on that occasion. He'll learn from that, no doubt. Um, what else? Caceres probably starts, I'd say, in week one in the derby, which we all can't wait for. That's going to be epic. The derby to, to start things off. Neuenhoff is the obvious backup in that particular area of the park. Hopefully his back's okay. It's a bit of a worry, a young bloke having a back injury like he had last season. So hopefully he's over that. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be interesting to see how he uses Neuenhoff this season. If he uses him as the legs when he knows he's not going to dominate a, a game possession-wise, Sydney FC, so good on the ball, that midfield. That box midfield historically has been so good on the ball that it's taken out the possession equation straight away because you know you've got so many players who are good at keeping the ball none better than Ninkovic so Ninkovic does he play all season I doubt it how he gets managed his minutes we'll see but uh, Max Burgess is a really big inclusion there it's either Burgess or what he did at the end of last season Barbarossa's in that midfield when Barbarossa started to really get going it was when he wasn't asked us to, to be that last line and, and score lots of goals. So he was quite good in, in that area. So maybe Barbarossa starts, but Burgess, um, he's come off a long break. He hasn't played a lot of football. He was pushing for that move. He finally got it out of Western United. So he, he comes back to Sydney FC. Um, quality player. 
if his head's right. He's, as long as he's happy and he's um, got the ability to play his best football, uh, look out. He could be one of the best signings of the season across the entire Izuzu Ute A-League men's. Uh, up front, Babo and Lafondre. I suppose you have to start with these two. They're, they're so good together. But Bahaja's back in the mix, and as mentioned before, Elvis as well provides depth there. But uh, Trent Bahaja, um, yeah, hopefully he can just stay injury-free, the guy, because I, I know he was he was an outside chance of a Socceroos call-up before he before he went down. So, yeah, big, big, um, big, big season for Trent Bahaja. Uh, where do I reckon you're going to finish? Top four, minimum. I think Melbourne City, you, you look at what they've done. They've <laughs> got Naboot, Leckie and McLaren up front. Far out. It's ridiculous. So Melbourne City, undoubted favourites. I'd, I'd almost put them at even money to, to win the Premier's plate. But Sydney FC, certainly within a bunch, really even this season. With the coaching changes, uh, with the personnel changes of, of each team, um, it, it is really, really even. It's a really exciting competition. I'm not just saying that. Well, I don't have to just say that anymore. I just don't have to talk out of my ass because I'm working for the broadcaster anymore. It's, um, I'm actually saying that because I love football and I reckon it's going to be a really, really good season. So looking forward to it all. Um, looking forward to being able to go to a game and have a beer. Um, promise you, I never did that, even though some of the crap we used to talk on Fox Sports, you might imagine that we would have had seven beers before we went on, but it wasn't the case. I swear to you. One other thing as well for you Sydney FC fans who, who love the club so much. There's a kid that's come to the club and he's going to start in the NPL setup. But he's quality. Uh, ben Gibson, he's coming through um, a club that I have a little bit to do with, Manly United. It's where you get half your SAP team each year. Um, you, know, you get half the SAP team from Manly United and it goes to the under-13s. But this kid is a good player. Um, quick, smart, intelligent um, he could have been playing under-18s last year for Manly United, but he was good enough to be playing first grade and scoring goals. So it's good that he's made that progression to see where he can get with his football the next step. And he'll be pushed at Sydney FC, and hopefully they get the most out of him. And you never know, he could be like a, a bit like a Paddy Wood um, coming through the, the system, and he gets a go at uh, A-League men's Isuzu Ute level very, very quickly. So um, Benny Gibson, one to keep an eye on. But that's for the future. For the now, I think Sydney FC are going to have another good season. Hope you have a good season. Enjoy it. Hopefully the crowds, we just don't play in front of empty stadiums and we don't have to sit down and we don't have to do this and we don't have to do that. We just enjoy our football. I'm going to do it. Cheers, guys. Thanks once again to uh, Adam Peacock for sharing his thoughts on Sydney FC A-League men's upcoming 21-22 season. Brilliant to hear. It's it's a bit of a surreal uh, sort of moment, Sean, for you and I. A couple of amateurs here, um, you know, and Jimmy, you know, w- working away at this podcast and getting getting the professionals to to I'm share their thoughts. What they're doing, it just shows that it, we've got a long way to go, Jonathan. But we it's try. almost like they it's almost like they get paid for it, you know. Like <laughs> no, it was a, a sensational preview from from Adam, and um, he'd be he'd be bouncing off the walls, I think, with uh, with the news of Newcastle United. Um, thanks, Musco, again to to Barista Twenty Seven, our sponsor, for helping us um, helping us get some of these guests over the line and and offering their wonderful product um, for, for for these guys and girls. Um, hopefully, a, a few more to come over the next few podcasts. Um, but that's um, it's a, it's a great start from from Adam Peacock, and and I think he was he wasn't too biased. Sean, what do you think? No, I think it was uh, straight down the line, objective. Um... Yeah, it was fantastic. Really appreciate his time and effort and energy putting putting that up into us as well. So thanks a lot, Adam. Absolutely, and I'm keen to um, keen to check out uh, Mr. Gibson, um, who he who he pointed out is um, a good one to keep an eye on from from the youth team. So manly boy, 
Yeah, absolutely. So very keen to see um, to see young Ben Gibson and, and see how he goes. Um, Sean, I think we're we're coming to the end of a, a pretty busy podcast. Um, pretty busy podcast. You got anything else that you wanted to chuck in there? No, nothing. No. I'm done. You're good. Nada. Zip, zilch, zero. Just, um, you know, get down if you can to Wollongong or Albert Park or whatever it was. What's the name of it again? Albert Butler. Albert Butler down in Warrawong, uh, if you can. If not, you know, I'm sure the boys will, will, will and we'll discuss more about any little in-house games they have. But otherwise, I'm pumped for the start of the season. You know, three games in the first, what, seven, eight days. Two yeah. A-League men's, Izuzu, D-Max games. <laughs> And an FFA Cup game. I mean, it's it's a mouthful. It is. It's a mouthful. That's what she, that's what she said. Thanks as uh, thanks as always for tuning into Sky Blue Stories uh, again. Uh, we've said it, but thanks again to to Mr. Peacock for, for joining us and uh, keep an ear out uh, next week or next pod for for another special celebrity guest um, who's who's provided a, a season preview of the A League Men's for us for now it's goodbye from sean and myself um keep engaged on the socials as we said if you're interested in signing up for our patreon um please do so we'd, we'd very much appreciate it and uh thanks once again to barista 27 and also to arrow sport for providing our patrons those stubby holders and, and drink coolers and i'm um, looking forward to getting in touch with everyone about those and, and getting them out to your mailboxes very very soon for now good night and uh go the tillies Go the Ollie Roos and we'll talk to you very soon.